And you are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. You're joined by myself, Lawson. got Nikita in the studio as well. Getting it done. we got Shell on the decks. You guys obviously listening to. And right now, mm-hmm. we're going to have our next quiz question. The question is, which book of the Bible says he was despised and rejected of men? Mm, if you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. If you text that number with the correct answer, you will go into the draw to win The Atheism Prophecy by Ivor Myers. This is a fantastic book that we want to mm. give you absolutely for free. And we have been giving them away every single day this week. We've done a draw. This is your final opportunity to get in The Atheism Prophecy by Ivor Myers, as well as An Amazing Voice of the Martyrs Calendar too, which you can hang up in your home and show everyone that you support good Christian causes, you know, those kinds of things. When I go, actually, when I go over to, to, uh, to Shell, producer Shell's place, they show everyone that they like planes and tractors and stuff. That's their <laughs> calendars that they, they have on display. So that's pretty cool. I've never been a calendar guy. I just, I don't, in fact, I'm just not very sentimental. Like <laughs> when it comes to paintings or, or ornaments or anything like that, I've never been that, but this is a fantastic calendar that you would want. Okay. I would want to put it up. I would that want is- that's right. Because it's it's amazing and it's also like supporting an incredible ministry that is mm. helping Christians in countries all around the world where they're being like direly persecuted. It's fantastic. Hey, again, that question was can you hear that for us, please? Which book of the Bible says he was despised and rejected of men? Mm, absolutely. 0491-064-669. We've seen, man, a bunch of guys sending through some mm. answers. Also got some text messages here. Firstly from Suzanne. She writes, good on you, Lawson, for starting out with your <laughs> planting. Uh, you'll learn a lot. I hope that autumn is still warm so that your eggplants can ripen. I'm sure the experience will provide much satisfaction. Yeah, um, I think... Like everything else we put there, so we put like a bunch of herbs mm. and tomatoes and eggplants. I think like the eggplants and whatnot. That, that's more from it. Like usually the beginning of or the beginning of the year isn't the best time to plant things. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like like eggplants, you depending say you do. Area, that's yeah. that's right. But um, but you know that was more that was more ambition than anything else. <laughs> what I'm really banking on is my lettuces. I was I was assured. By Rod Bailey, our mm-hmm. resident, you know, gardening expert that we get on the show. If I put those lettuces in the pots, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be planting the lettuces today. If put those lettuces there, you know, if I put them in at week one of the uni of the uni semester, mm-hmm. that by week ten, you know, coming into, you know, coming up to handing Mad May mm-hmm. handing in assessments, I would have lettuce to eat. Oh, so yep. he he said that. I'm 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 <laughs> taking that. I'm taking his word on it, and hopefully I can bring back some some good reports to you guys. And if there's no success, then we know who to blame. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. I took all the steps. You know, we we've got the dirt, we've got the soil, we tilled it up, we've got it watered, we've got the manure in there. Mm-hmm. Got, dude, it should be successful. It should be. It can't not be. It can't. And and you know, of course, you know, praying over the garden. Yes. And, Giving Need it, the special sauce. Yeah, allowing the Lord to 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 bless as well. Uh, I got a text message here from Braden. He says the abortion issue won't be solved until we address the core issue, uh, and that well, that would mean not until Jesus comes back. Now, of course, this was referencing the. Uh, I was talking about uh, there was a, a number of people um, <laughs> making a demonstration at the front of an abortion clinic in Tennessee. Uh, they were just 
seeing some hymns and handing out some literature, and they've, there's been six people that have been slapped with 10-year sentences mm. uh, for doing so. It continues on here, it says, but if we stop promoting self-interest over other focus, others, you know, focusedness or other centeredness, the abortion issue would, uh, re- would drastically reduce. Um, but in the meantime, we need to provide care to all mothers who are faced with making these decisions. And that's the, that's the biggest thing, you know, and yeah. I remember, having this conversation uh, actually with some of my family members, you know, mm. and most of my family isn't Christian. I'm, uh, I'm a Christian. That's the step that, that I've taken. And when my opinion started to change on this thing to line up with more Christian Orthodox views yep. on, on these kinds of issues, uh, my, my family was quite perplexed as to why I'd make that decision. And, and mm. it was kind of like, Oh, listen, what are you like? you like hate women now or you want to control women like as a, as a Christian, like because you're, you know, not um, pro-choice and, and then being able to explain to them, it's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not pro-choice. I'm pro-women. Like mm. I'm pro-women and I'm like being, Absolutely. being pro-life also means you need to be pro-women. Like mm-hmm. supporting those vulnerable women in need yeah. is like, that is like the A1 way mm-hmm. to solving the abortion issue. And I mean, what we've seen in the West, there are, you know, with uh, divorce rates and uh, particularly, you know, a move away from uh, the ideal being the nuclear family. I think that yeah. this is very much uh, spurred on uh, abortion as a solution to unwanted pregnancy mm. uh, rather than, you know, a commitment by the people who have may, you know, who have fallen pregnant mm. um, to keep it. And now at the same time, um, always in these particular situations, the, the, the situations where I'm, oh, what about rape or what about incest or, mm. or these kind of outlying situations. And uh, what we do want to stress is that that is a, an incredibly small faction yep. of people that receive or experience abortions. It's, it's, it's far less than 1% mm. who are, you know, getting, receiving abortions due to rape or incest. Now that, yeah, that being said, we see that, okay, if it's coming from, you know, fr- from my perspective, whether it's no matter what the circumstances, two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. Life is life and Absolutely. let's support life. And like the situation with rape is unfortunately like that comes with trauma in the first instance and having the abortion Mm. adds a double layer on the woman herself as well. So we want to be there for her after the traumatic experience. And then it comes down to the choice afterwards. Like um, if you don't want to keep the baby completely understandable and have it up for adoption. So then other Mm. people who want children Mm. are able to actually support that child as well. Yeah, I love that you can be here and, and share that that opinion, Nikita. Because you know, I I, uh, I don't want to get a, accused of mansplaining. Like uh, you know, because you're like, a oh, white male. Yeah, Lawson, you're coming from a privileged white male Christian perspective uh, on this particular issue. Like, and and this is I remember one of the big uh, one of the big catchphrases of mm. the abortion movement is like, if you don't have a uterus, you have no say. Like that, which is so wild because I feel like women have. Uh, 100% women have a, like a valid voice to speak on men's issues. Mm. Like they're allowed to and they should and they should have an opinion and they should like women should have influence and like on men's issues because it, yeah. it, an outside voice is actually so 
helpful. Absolutely. And so, yeah, vice versa. Like, and, but it's it's good to know that we're, we're agreeing <laughs> on that on that front, and and we can see like the value in life. Absolutely. Like mm. the very fact, like even in the Bible, I I believe it's in one of the Psalms actually, where mm. David says that um, God knitted him in his mother's womb. Psalm one hundred twenty seven. Yes. Yeah. Powerful. Um, like I do oh, knitting as a no, hobby. Psalm one hundred thirty nine. <laughs> Thirty-nine. That's the one. Yeah, um, I do missing as a hobby, and that's only like flat two D shapes kind of thing. And then if you want to make it three D, you need to do stuffing. Mm. Whereas God is doing a three D knitting project, which is practically, I think, impossible to do. Mm. <laughs> and but He's laboring over us, and just the fact that it's a child in the womb mm. growing, and God has a plan. God has an idea on how to be able to reach this child, have a relationship with this child, as well as the mother and the father, if the father is in the picture. And even outside of the picture, God wants to reach each and every one of us, Mm. no matter the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like the church community as well should be Mm. willing to stand up in these particular situations and also not just to uh, speak against abortion. Yes. Um, and, And particularly, it's not like... You know, I, I want to further say not just abortion, but the abortion industry and the abortion culture mm. that has been created. And now recently I was, I was reading about a, a statement that Planned Parenthood released and I'm talking about how like, um, yeah, just, you know, like, uh, traditional sexual education is actually so harmful and, and the concept of virginity is so false and all of these things. And, and I mean, this is the thing we do come from a broken and hurting world, but this is, this is to say that, Oh wait, all, all semblance of, of yeah. wrong it, that actually doesn't exist. Everyone should just be okay. It's like, that's, that's not what Jesus, that's not the message of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the message of Jesus is that you have fallen short. Yeah. You have fallen. The world is a terrible, awful, suffering place. Mm. Yet, despite that, I've come to save you. Absolutely. I've given you grace in time of need. I've come to bless you, uh, to change your life. And it was amazing to hear that awesome testimony from Bo, mm. uh, where he's sharing, like, I was in a constant cycle of drugs. I was in a constant cycle of all of these hurts and all of these pains and, and it was brought about in me. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Connect with us on 0491-064-669. Like he talks about him being being violated and abused as a child, mm. you know, turning to drugs, then falling into the cycle of addiction himself. Yeah. But and so he has been a victim. Mm-hmm. He's also been a, a perpetrator, you could say a victim in sin, a a perpetrator in sin, like he's yeah. he's seen he's seen all signs of it. And at the end of the day, the only thing that would get him out of it was just surrendering to God. A hundred percent. Was falling before him and saying, God, like I can't do this. Mm. I can't do this. I I can't help myself. There's no my my victimhood, my my perpetrator, like aspects from both sides. Mm. God, I'm stuck. Yeah. Jesus, I'm stuck. You are the only one that can help me here. And then his testimony of literally miraculous healing, mm. incredible change, and now living his life for God in like being a Bible worker, like yes. literally full time giving your life to God, spending 100% of your time reaching out to people who are in need, 
who are seeking after Jesus, teaching mm-hmm. them the Bible, and leading them to to be baptized. 100%. Like that's amazing. That's amazing. It's an incredible change, and that's what we're wanting to see in people from all backgrounds, from all sides of the political spectrum, from all sides of the of the yeah of of the religious spectrum, is that they come and they fall before Christ, mm. no matter what their ideology is. They would say, "God, like you are the only one who can save me. Jesus, you're the only one who could save me." And let Him work. Absolutely, it's powerful stuff, and that kind of segues, in a sense, into our Bible study. Mm. Lest the righteous be tempted. Uh, we have been looking at singing the Lord's song in a strange land. That's been our overarching theme and and the idea that we will inevitably go through trials. We are down here on this earth seemingly distant from God. Despite these trials and this distance, God is close. He is working. Mm. Uh, he does have a plan. And today's topic, let the righteous be Tempted. Now, I want to ask you a question, Nikita, to start off. Lest, but yes. Let. That's what I said, right? You said let, not oh, lest. <laughs> lest. Lest the righteous be tempted. Sorry about that, Changes guys. the sentence. Yeah, absolutely. Let the righteous be tempted. No, no, no. <laughs> lest. Well, this is the thing. I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. As a Christian. Yeah. So you've had the experience, and I, I know your story. I know yes. your background, Nikita. We're friends. You've come from a non-Christian background mm-hmm. to then becoming a follower of Jesus, living life for him. What, in terms of, uh, in terms of that experience, has temptation completely ceased as a result of repenting and coming to Jesus? Do you now like no longer face temptation at all? Because it's like, Oh, you know, I was worldly. I was in the world, but now I've made change my life. Now you don't, Face temptation. Yeah, no. Um, no? <laughs> no. Why not? Um, so in, in some <laughs> in some areas, God has um, taken me out and I've had no temptation in um, stuff. So I used to go drinking. I'd go to the clubs um, back in the day with my friends. And it was, I believe, in a way, um, God used my mild alcohol poisoning to actually take me completely off of alcohol. Wow. Um, I had no desire for it at all. Um after that situation, there was one time where I was just like, ah, oh, maybe I'll have a sip and see. Um, and it still had no appeal. And I was like, okay, yep, yeah, no, this can be completely out of my life. Yeah. Um, for other things, because I was sexually promiscuous for a little bit before mm. coming to Christ as well, that's a huge temptation. I have to actually surrender to God daily because mm. it – um, just affects my day-to-day situations. The music mm. that I used to listen to, the people that I used to hang out with as well, mm. um, definitely didn't help me out there. And Christ really strengthens me in that area. But mm. like you fall into temptation here and there, but you all, like I, just because like with the Bible, it's always turn to God, never mm. go away from him. Because mm. when you do like, if you don't draw near to God, you're going to be trying to running away from God when he's trying to comfort you. Yeah. And knowing that he's the comforter is just absolutely beautiful in yeah. that aspect. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing is we have an advocate. You know, mm. the Bible the Bible says, you know, if, if anyone sins, you know, coward can you know, we have an advocate with God, uh Jesus yeah. Christ, the righteous. And you know, I think the beautiful thing is is that temptation it is not a sin to be tempted. Mm. It's not a sin to be tempted. Um but when we fall into sin, like we yes. have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. The Bible says this in Hebrews chapter 4. It says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, 
Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, Mm. but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We see here, uh, the, the Bible makes absolutely clear that Jesus was tempted. 100%. Jesus was tempted in all ways as we are, in all points. mm, 100%. And I I, I was actually reading a book um, yesterday, uh, Gentle and Lowly at Heart, talking about Christ's um, Mm. heart position toward us. And it was actually talking about Jesus being an advocate, but also an intercessor for us Mm. as well. And um, that's found in Romans 8, verse 34. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of yeah. God, who also makes intercession for us. Mm. And it just shows how much he cares for us, how much he wants to be with us. And he's the one that enables, like we connect to him and he connects us to the father. Mm. And when, since he's an advocate as well, he's by our side, tell, like taking over our sin and taking our penalty on mm. behalf so we can be in heaven with God in general. Yeah, absolutely. Like God is on our side. Mm-hmm. He understands our weaknesses. He understands what we're going through. He himself experienced them. Now, the Bible says that he did not sin, and that's the beautiful yes. thing is that in, in the message here is I, I just want to make a, a clarification, though, as well. Mm-hmm. When it says he's tempted in all points as we are, it doesn't mean that Jesus has experienced every single temptation. Mm. I don't think Jesus was tempted to, you know, he didn't, he didn't have a homosexual temptation, for example, like, yeah. like a, you know, a, a temptation to enter into a homosexual encounter, mm-hmm. like something like that. Like he, he although, you know, someone, can, a human can be very yes. tempted with that. And Jesus as a human, rather, when we see he, the temptation, his experience, he experienced the way he experienced temptation, why his temptation is common to our temptation is that he was tempted to walk outside of the will of God. Mm, absolutely. Which is basically, you could summarize all sin, mm-hmm. all temptation as that, yes. as walking outside of the will of God. And we saw that particularly in, so the temptations in the wilderness, you know, mm, he's called mm-hmm. to turn a stone into bread using his own divine power. Yes. And he's like, no, I can't do that. And then he's, then he's called to fall off a high cliff, you know, and, and again, yeah. it's these things, it's like, oh, we'll jump off a high cliff. What's wrong with that? But it's like to fall, to, to, to be presumptuous, mm-hmm. that the sin there was, the sin he was tempted to do was to be presumptuous about the blessings of God. And, yes. And, but he says, no, you know, and then finally to fall down and to worship Satan. Yes. Um, and to, to, to give worship to a creature rather than creation. Mm-hmm. And again, Jesus was tempted to walk outside of the Father's will yeah. yet at all points. You know, he stayed faithful. Mm-hmm. He stayed faithful. He's our example of that. And, and so we can see through that the righteous experience temptation like yes. a, this isn't a, a a problem this is you know and, and again as he said like we very much fell into sin before we came to christ oh yeah but after we come to christ then we experience temptation because mm. all of a sudden you have a what you can say like a, a moral standard mm-hmm. you have a reason to stop yes a reason to not um although you know there is some self-control and some constraint that you show before you're a christian like mm. um like I, for example, like I, I, I never got into to hard drugs. Yeah. Like, um, despite 
I, I, I couldn't say I was necessarily tempted into doing it, but I was offered to do it and I was like, no, because I mm. like I have a standard that, that's higher than that now. Yes. But then like drinking alcohol is something I got into. Mm. And then becoming a becoming a Christian, becoming a Christian when I was eighteen years old and and realizing that that's something that I should let go of in my yeah. life because God has called me to something better than that. Mm. Um it was outside of his will for me to be an alcoholic. And so I'm like, okay, God, you know, help me, help me to overcome this. Absolutely. Um and and he he did powerfully. Uh, that was an, a temptation that that I experienced, and, and but all of a sudden that was it. And I remember the first three four months mm-hmm. after I gave up drinking, man, it was tough. Like I can say, like the day I went sober, I've been sober ever since. Amen. Uh, the only time that alcohol has touched my my lips since is on. Unfortunately, I ended up at a communion service at, a, at an Anglican church, oh. which is okay. It was for my sister's graduation, mm-hmm. and she went to Anglican school. Yeah. And um and yeah, the communion that they did there was with alcoholic wine, and I'm like, why? <laughs> like why? Why would you do that? Um, that's like the only time alcohol has touched my lips literally ever mm. since. Like, and I really praise God for that. Yes. But the temptation I received afterwards, before it wasn't a temptation to not drink oh. because I was just mm-hmm. drinking, it was fine. But, uh, man, I was endeavoring like, God, you know, be on my side, help me through this. And I was mm. tempted, I was tempted, I was tempted, but he helped me, he helped me, he helped me. And now I walk in, in freedom and sobriety Amen. today. But it was when I try, when I endeavored to be righteous, when I let God into my life, I experienced temptation. But he helped. We're going to jump into the Psalms after this song by Sarah Grace, Ashes and Sand. We're going to be looking at how the psalmists reflect on this idea as well. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we are going to have our final quiz question for today, guys. Yes, this is your will. last opportunity. Last, this is it for the week. So, give us the question. Will do. To what does Paul compare the church to in First Corinthians? Is it the body, coal, hospital, or zoo? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Does he compare the body to a, yeah. Does he compare, sorry, the church to a body, a coal, hospital, or zoo? If you know the answer to that one, 0491064669. That is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, you will go into the draw to win the Atheism Prophecy. This is an epic book, guys. You want it. We're giving it to you for free. Mm-hmm. Fantastic value. As well as Voice in the Martyrs calendar to 0491-064-669. Zen wrote in, she says, yes, lettuce and radishes all year round. <laughs> so hopefully, like, look, you know, Ron Bailey, you, you promise. I'm, I'm just, I'm just really <laughs> saying if it fails, it's on hit. Nah, it's on me. It's on me. But, um, dude, we've got some space in the gun. We might chuck some radishes in there too. Yeah. Oh, man, dude, we're going to have this thing pumping. Like, it's going mm-hmm. to be awesome. It's green thumbing all year round. That's right. And Michael writes in, he says, good on you, Lawson. We're talking about drinking and stopping drinking. And that's been an experience mm. that we've both been through, Nikita. Yes. And he says, good on you, Lawson. Same here. Gave up after, you know, um, gave up, you know, after a split second after... Gave up in a split second after 40 years a drinker and not uh, and not a single drop since. Um, released from Satan's hold on me uh, with only God's help. God bless you, mate. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is, I think, an experience that a lot of people have. I think I think there's two two experiences mm. people have with overcoming sin. There are the the split second changes. Yeah. Um, and then there are people who who go through a, a process of mm. of growth, a process of of change, um, and I I think 
regardless of where you are in that space, maybe you can, maybe you have a testimony where it's like, oh, I, I was struggling with this one thing and then I gave it up. Mm. God bless. And, but now I'm struggling with this other thing and I can't seem to overcome it. The reality is with all of those things that you're struggling with, give them to God. Absolutely. Surrender them to Jesus with the addictions, with the, the pain and whatever you're going through. Like all you can do is keep falling before God and giving them to him because it's his promise that he will work mm. and he will work in his time. Absolutely. Like he it's- will work. We don't, we don't, we don't know in which way he's, he's moving. You know, we, mm. we, we see the wind, but we don't know where it comes yeah. from. That's what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit, we can't see him, but he is working. We see the impacts that are That's right. Makes. Surrender to him, fall before him. And let him work. A hundred percent. This is what we can say. And, and yeah, now looking at the Psalms and reflecting on this idea of lest the righteous be tempted and going through temptation, we're going to read a few verses from a bunch of different Psalms. Do you want to start? We're going to start in verse 37. You don't want to pick for us. Chapter up. 37, you mean? Chapter 37. <laughs> Psalm 37 and verse mm-hmm. 1. Okay. Psalm 37 verse 1 in the New King James says, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. Actually, keep reading. Read verse 2. Will do. For they shall soon be cut down like gra- like the grass and wither as the green herb. Oh, I love that. Mm. I love that. They'll be cut down like the grass. Um, it, you know, I, I think coming from David, like this experience of the evildoers around him, like he is mm. trying to live as a righteous king. Now we knew then we, and we know yeah. how much David would, would fall and would struggle and, and whatnot. But simultaneously he's for, for most of his political career, like he was endeavoring to do good. He was endeavoring to follow God. He was under lots of pressure as, a, mm. as both a, as both a, a political leader, a military leader and whatnot. And, he is really seeing like the enemies of God come after his life uh, and and experience uh, being cut down. Yeah, it's it's really very very heavy situation. Absolutely for him as well. Like um, I'm, I'm I just looked at the Hebrew word. Yeah. <laughs> um, for do not fret. It's in the um hit pile, so it's mm. still your choice there. Um, but it's um, basically when we end up. Like God's basically saying, like, don't choose to be anxious. Don't choose to mm. worry over what, mm. like, what's happening with the evildoers. Don't be envious of them, mm. because God has such a higher and mightier plan mm. in store for us mm. when we follow Him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just such a beautiful thing. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's continue on. Let's read a few more verses from different Psalms here. Mm-hmm. Let's go now to Psalm 49. And we're going to be okay. reading verse 5 to verse 7. Psalm 49, verse 5 to verse 7. Here we go. 5 to 7. Why should I fear in the days of evil when the iniquity at my heels surrounds me? Those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. Mm. Should I go to verse 9? Yeah, continue. Yeah. For the redemption of their souls is costly, and it shall cease forever, that he should continue to live eternally and not see the pit. Yeah, wow. Oh, heavy stuff here. So it's talking Mm. here it's talking about, you know, why should I feel the days of evil when the iniquity at my heels surrounds me? It's like, why, why should I be, why should I be afraid of those evil around me when, if I'm walking on God's righteous path, mm. like I have assurance of my future, yes. whereas they do not. 
Absolutely. And for them to experience redemption, it will be costly mm-hmm. for them. Well, because it's costly for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, this is what Jesus says. He says, count the cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Count the cost of your redemption. Count the cost of your salvation. Because it's the reality is, is Jesus is wanting to do all the work. Mm. Jesus is wanting to to change you. He's yes. He is wanting to work. And it's our space or, or our... Our difficulty in that situation is simply surrendering. Mm. And that's why it says count the cost. Like, what are you willing to surrender? Yes. What are you willing to fall before God and Are give? you willing to give up all to follow him or are you willing to hold on to a couple of idols and bring it along and continue to have Egypt with you? Yeah, when wow. he's calling us out of Egypt. Absolutely. That's, that's a, you know, and that's a beautiful illustration there. You know, the experience that the Israelites had, they've been miraculously saved. Mm. Like they're following a pillar of cloud by day and fire by night. Like yes. miracle after miracle after miracle. They've come out of Egypt. They're experiencing f- freedom from emancipation. Mm. Yet, they're, as they're traveling, as they're wandering, every single hiccup they face, mm. like, oh, if only we could go back to Egypt. What do they say? Eat the cucumbers of Egypt, you know? If only the meat as well. Eat the it's, meat of Egypt. Like. It's interesting because it's like they're looking at the good things, but they are completely forgetting about the slavery mm. that they had and the pain that they went through yeah. throughout that entire time, whereas God is freeing them from the slavery to mm. a better place where we they did have the nutrition and the value in the food. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think um, it really reflects a cycle uh, the cycle of addiction that huma- mm. humans end up in. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's interesting. We were talking to Bo yes. in our interview section and he was saying, like, I tried all my life to get off drugs. Like, as a drug, a- a drug addict, he knew and understood that this was not good for him. Mm. Yet, you, you being addicted kept going back. Yeah. Kept going back because, you know, the, the, the temptation comes on, the addiction comes on, those mm-hmm. feelings, the withdrawals come on. And it's like, oh, it would just be better if it, you, you, you maybe romanticize it, you know, yes. rose tinted glasses on the, these things that are actually harming you and, mm-hmm. and, and bringing you into a terrible place. And it was only through looking through Christ's eyes. It was only through Christ's power that for Bo, yeah. he was able to end that addiction because he could, he, he no longer looked at the feeling of the high as something to be mm. desired. It was, it was uh, the feeling of experiencing Christ working in his life. That's what he's begun to chase. And, mm. and so for all of us, when we're going through temptation, when we're struggling, um, and we're, we're in the throes of, of, you know, Satan throwing everything at us to try and get us to, to forsake God, let go of him. Yeah. Guys, bunker down, fall before Jesus, surrender to him. He has something so much better for you. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And right now, it has come time to do nothing else but spin a wheel. We have just been, you know, grinding you know, throughout <laughs> this week. Every single day, a wheel spun. Every mm-hmm. single day, a prize given out. And now, finally, let's spin the wheel. Okay, spinning. Who is it going to be? It's slowing down. And we have a winner. Congratulations to Christine, who has won the final atheism prophecy that we have been giving out throughout this week. The final one, they have won. Congratulations, Christine, um, on winning that prize. Yes. And receiving the atheism prophecy by Ivan Myers, as well as a Voice of the Martyrs calendar. If you missed out on a prize this week, Mm. Soz. 
There's next week. Yeah, there's always, there's always, there's always <laughs> next week. Do better next time, eh? <laughs> nah, I mean, just keep, just keep working at it. The more, the more questions you send in, the more answers you send in, the more chances you have to win. But mm. great work to everyone who is answering questions today. Let's go through some of the answers here, uh, for these questions. Yes. So when Moses sent spies into the promised land, what aspect of the walls did they comment on? Lawson. Uh, that they were so high. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they were walled up into the heavens. Mm. Yeah, the, the walls were, were tall um, and that they were, would have been tough to get over. And, of course, that was because uh, the spies also noticed that the people in the Promised Land were also, like, super tall. There was, like, mm. a bunch of really tall people there. And they're like, oh, we're like ants compared to these guys. <laughs> we're like grasshoppers and locusts, mm. you know. We're, we're tiny. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, the, the what wall, what was wrong with the wheels or what? was the deal with the walls that was super duper high the height is really there yeah i wonder how they would have created the wall i wonder if they were like these big stone walls or they were like um the like kind of wooden walls where they're like a True. bunch of trees that were like tie you know they, they mm. get like a bunch of logs and they put yeah you know, they spike the logs at the top so you can't get over um, interesting I, I wonder because it doesn't necessarily comment on that either yeah okay then the second question was what was the name of simon peter's brother that was andrew Andrew, uh, they were both, you know, fishermen living, yes. the, living the uh, the fisherman life, and then they both uh, end up fishes of men, fishes of men, yeah, coming to <laughs> Jesus and being a part of the disciples. And you know, I uh, I watched, you know, yeah, the 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 chosen and those mm-hmm. brief initial episodes when they get introduced and, and whatnot, and and uh, yeah, the the two brothers who who followed Jesus, powerful stuff. Absolutely. And then we had which of the following books appears first in the Bible, Nahum or Haggai? I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the book of the book of Nahum comes first uh, in terms of like the list of the books mm-hmm. there. You could have really easily just turned to the index <laughs> to get the answer to that one. But yeah, the book of Nahum, obviously not chronological order, but they are divided up into so the Old Testament is called the Tanakh. Mm. Um, you've got the, the the writings, the history, and uh, the, you know the songs and yeah. and the prophets. Um, and yeah, these guys are a part of the their minor prophets in the Bible. Not minor because they didn't you know have anything important to say, um, <laughs> but they had short books. Yes, mm. compared to the others. Compared to you know the likes of Jeremiah and Isaiah and mm-hmm. Psalms as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, which book of the Bible says he was despised and rejected of men? Yeah, it's Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 53, I believe that one comes through there. Powerful prophecy mm-hmm. of Jesus, his mission, what he would do and how he would save the world. You know, and Absolutely. Uh, I believe it's Isaiah or Jeremiah. One of them goes on to say, you know, he's the chief cornerstone that they re- mm-hmm. rejected. You know, talking about despite Christ being the savior of the world, unfortunately, the world would reject him. And yeah. That was happening in the time that he came and all the way up until today. And mm-hmm. I think it teaches us a powerful message. Like it, that was anticipated by God. Yes. You know, God didn't fail because Christ was rejected. Uh, God has been rejected since the beginning of sin, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, but he's giving everything to save us. Absolutely. And then the final question was, to what does Paul compare the church in First Corinthians, mm. which is the body? Yeah, the body, not coal or a hospital or a zoo. <laughs> Just which I would the love if we were the zoo, man. <laughs> I, like, oh my, can I be the penguin? Like, that's that's uh, like, dude. I I I be down for the polar bear. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, nah, the the body of Christ. That's yes. that's what we see there. So that's powerful stuff. Hey, congratulations, everyone, getting correct answers. 
sending them in, working for the quiz. You're going to have to pick it up next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you didn't win a prize this week, you're going to have to keep playing. We're going to be, again, you know, having questions, spinning the wheel, doing the draw, and probably get you on a couple days next week as well, Nikita. So that's going to be exciting. And we have come to the end of the show. Yes. It's 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 wrapped up. Not the end of the show, not just the end of the show, but the end of the week as well. We still have amazing programming throughout the day that you Mm. guys can listen to. And yeah, we just really want to encourage you to have a fantastic weekend, to join into your local church communities as well. Maybe you're a person who's never been to church before. Hey, you know, look out, find a, find a church that's, that'll be worshiping tomorrow and, mm-hmm. and go and attend. We also, uh, got a text here from Christine, the winner of our prize today. Yes. Um, uh, thank you so, thank you all there. I'm so wrapped. God bless. Yeah. Really, really powerful stuff there. So yeah, we're super happy. You know, we'll be giving away prizes all week mm. this week. So you guys need to get on the train, play the quiz so that you can win incredible prizes. Gifts. We're going to have a new prize for next week, but hey, we've come to the end of the show and as we do always at the end of the show we give away something absolutely for free and there's no questions that you need to answer all you need to do is text the word book to 0491-064-669 that's all you need to do and hey i have a book this morning that i am wanting to give away it's called beyond blessings um and this book celebrating actually the joys of stewardship you know, and, and actually like taking God's advice, taking the Bible's advice mm. on how it is that we should use our time, our finances, everything that God has blessed us with. You know, and it was, in, it was amazing talking to Bo. He's mm. like, I've been so blessed by God. How can I waste my time doing anything but living my life for him? Yes. That's what this book is about. Again, text book at 0491-064-669. And guys, have a fantastic weekend. Draw close to Christ and you'll grow strong in faith. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.